Yes, it is. Thank you for joining us once again and downloading this show. We enjoy doing it for you. And uh, Heidi was asking me on the way out of our regular job today, yeah. over on Terrestrial Radio, 790 BABC, that uh, he said, hey, how'd that dermatology appointment go? Remember, and I think I mentioned it on this show, that I was going to the dermatologist because I had this thing in my eye. Like, well, it's on, your, it's on the side of your nose, the right side of your nose, like in the corner of your eye. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's right outside of my tear duct. Yeah. On the right side, which is my good eye. Is it is it filled with tears that you haven't cried? <laughs> yeah, it's a big, just a tear boil. Yeah, you just need to you need to get, let that out. You're backed up. You got. I'll like, just pop that and have a good cry. You got like blue ducks. <laughs> well, I did go to the dermatologist and they did uh, remove the the whatever it was, and uh, I've had it for like two years. I noticed it on a picture from 2008 that I had this dot on my eye, and it's been there for two years. It never did heal. kind of goes away, then, then I pick it or something, and it comes, it comes back. back, it's all red, and, but it never heals completely. And so I go to the dermatologist, and, and she comes in, and I wrote on the... on the Reason for visit? Yeah, reason for visit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I wrote on there, like, in, like, shaky, hard writing with an ink pen, cancer, exclamation point, and the exclamation <laughs> points kept getting, like, more just, like, dots, you know, like, I could do <laughs> Yeah. But it's urgent, get your ass in here. Mm -hmm. So she comes in and she's like, so I guess uh, you think you might have cancer. <laughs> what gives you that idea? And uh, so she she takes a look at it and she goes, oh yeah. Oh well, yeah, what? She goes, uh, you uh, you have cancer. What? What? I have, I have cancer and they're only giving me like five, six decades to live. So. Stop screwing around. What's wrong with you? No, I have cancer, but. They're giving me 50, 60 years to live, which is pretty much my life expectancy. Because if people don't normally die of the kind of cancer you have, it's a basal cell carcinoma, which is like the good cancer. What? Good cancer. Wait a second. Melanoma is the deadliest form of cancer, and that's must not be a melanoma. It must be a carcinoma. So you have cancer. I have cancer. And you're smiling. I'm going to skip the chemo and go straight to the uh, medical marijuana ah, and get my prescription license. Wait, she she knew right away. Yeah, she saw it. It's like, actually, when I was sitting in there and they had the flyers about shit like right. that, I looked at the cancer and it's like, it's this big, it's discolored, it has all different types of I know, I've cancer. seen the poster. I mean, yeah. I haven't memorized the poster. So I'm going through the flyer before right. she walks in and sure enough, there's my thingy because i got to look at it real close, like in the mirror right before I went. Because there's... Uh, Party has a makeup mirror. Yeah. Those magnifying ones. Now, what is that? So I don't know. It's, it's, it's like a super <laughs> light around it. One oh, side, yeah. like, magnifies your face. Yeah, it's probably stay away from that. On the other side. <laughs> yeah, of the two of us, who do you think had face cancer? Not me. Oh but no, it turns out I, I do have it. Frank. And uh, they say people don't die from this. They cut it off. They send it off to the lab. But she's pretty sure. I mean, that But you is. still have it. It's still there. Yeah. I'm cancer face. Frank. Yeah. Think of the puss, though, that you could get in the bar from wearing a tag. But who wants to sit on cancer face? Um, yeah, I'd be afraid. <laughs> my, I'd be, you know me, I'm a hypochondriac. I'd be afraid if I sit on your face, my pussy would have uh, carcinoma. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whoa. So, yeah. Frank, wait, do you have any idea what, how distraught I would be if I was like, it's going to cancer? But no, it's the good cancer. It's nothing going to kill me. She's like, people, like, before they had cancer treatment, mm -hmm. they would get this in the olden days and they wouldn't remove it. But the cancer wouldn't kill them. Usually, be like because it never heals a skin infection. So you get some skin infection, you die from the skin Did infection. Did she give you something like some sort of ointment? 
do you, do you put ointment on cancer? Can you put There's no ointment for cancer? Well, I don't know. I didn't even know this, there was good cancer. So I'm learning. No ointment, nothing. You just, like a like an old Indian, just, eh, fuck it. There's, yeah, the, she gave me some stuff to put over the, uh, so I don't get a skin infection. infection. Some uh, bacitracin? Probably. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it all. I, she does know it all. I know it all. I might as well have my medical uh, degree. But yeah, she's like, this is really nothing to worry about. But. She says to you, yuck. You have cancer. Oh, but don't. It's nothing to worry about. Yes, I, I'd still be in her office going, no, 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 no. Okay, it's still there, though. It's still, your mark is still there. So I would be, here's where my brain would go. It is growing tentacles. It's going into my nasal cavity. I'm going to have nasal cavity cancer into my eye sockets, and I'm going to end up with that guy that had his whole face removed, and he has click, snap-on face, but he's blind. Hey, snap That's, on face might be a good idea. Could be an improvement. <laughs> My situation. Let's just get some magnets and we'll put them into your skull right now. And then we'll just have different faces. And then you can hang like uh, your appointment schedules on my face yeah. and stuff. You're like, Heidi, what do I have to do today? Oh, that's right. I guess stop by me. There's any pictures in that class. I can yeah. just hang them on your face. Just right on my face there so that you can yeah. make his drawings. Sure. His <laughs> drawings. drawings. Unbelievable, so, yeah. Frank. You have cancer. I'm going to start telling people my friend has cancer, though. Uh, That's cool. I guess I have to go back. Once comes back from the lab and they're verifying sure, if yeah. it's cancer, I have to go back in and they do some weird thing where they have to go and cut a little bit more around the hole. Uh, well, they have to core it out to make sure they get it all. Well, yeah. Well, they have to cut around it, and then they have an insta-test right there, as opposed to sending it out to a lab. So they cut it out, and they test it, and if it's okay, then they don't cut any more. But it's like, okay, there's still a little sign of it, so they have to keep cutting deeper and wider. And they kind of do this in a football shape, so you don't get a really bad scar. So that's how they have to open it up, because if they start cutting around it, you'd have a giant ah. hole. So they got to be, you know, kind of slick with the scalpel and cut around it so it all kind of folds back together origami-like and has a face again. Oh, my God. But you know, she's like, I don't know how big that hole might be, because once we you know, get in there... It could, we don't know how deep it is. Yeah, it could be one of the, like you said, well, little, a little rooted octopus of cancer going down my face. Because I'm sure she said, how long have you noticed it? I told her. And you said... Two of you guys saw a picture from 2008. Did she say, and you're just now coming in? (laughs) (laughs) Men are so bizarre to me. No, because she wasn't that worried about it. When your doctor doesn't freak out and says, oh yeah, that's cancer. I don't think they ever freak out. They don't go... Oh my God! You're never gonna believe you. <laughs> it is like bad. It's like stage four bad. They always go, "Well, you know, we're gonna do everything we can, and uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get." Out. I mean, she wasn't telling me to get my shit in order. You know, you might want to get your stuff in order. <laughs> oh you might want to call some family members. Wow. No, it wasn't like that. It was really because I joked around initially with my cancer on my, you know, Frank. What's wrong with you? And then she was like. Oh yeah, that's cancer. But I guess normally they're not super nonchalant either about it. But you got to feel good about that. Uh, well, I guess, yeah. So she said I might have a scar on my face that might be like a half inch to an inch long, and I'm like, well, now you're pointing low on your face, so you're saying they go in under it, like because well, if they can cut my eyelids off, I'm going to keep those because that'd be kind of fucked up. <laughs> Frank looks surprised all the time, but just on that one side, I don't know what the fuck is doing. I can't tell what's from the hiding was going for Yeah. Frank's the brunette. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Uh, I was thinking, why, why can't you just make it bigger? I mean, might as well give me a bigger scar. If I'm going to have a face <laughs> scar, I'm going to have something small. Maybe like, it's... Do you have a scar? What I want it to look like I was in a fucking knife fight. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to your face, cancer? Orally. Yeah. 
Well, I, start, or I would just say knife fight. I was getting mugged, and you know, a guy pulled a knife on me. And How weird that um, when you were a little boy, because now I'm picturing you in a patch, when you were a little boy, you were a patch for a good part of your life. And that on the be, same eye. That could come back. Yeah, you were a patch on your, on your good eye to make your bad eye stronger. You were a patch again. Be but what if it's under my eyeball and I have to pull out my good eye and now I'm just legally blind? I'm, I'm talking walking around with a stick and shit. Aww. Oh, like Eric's daddy. Yeah. He's blind. That guy did a show with your dad. It's a blind guy. So <laughs> a show I guy. love that podcast. Well, Jim, that would be the best podcast of all time. All right. I know your dad listens. So if I do yeah. lose my sight, uh, yeah. Mr. Schmaze, I mm-hmm. offer uh, a job or for you to be the, the other blind guy. We could rename our show The Blonde Leading the Blind. Oh, that's nice. I mean, I'm saying Schmeese's dad is not for the transfer from Knoxville to. Uh, <laughs> I'm here if we can do that show. Whatever. Yeah, he's we, telling he's here. Whatever. <laughs> you know, just walking around the house. Oh, we can tell you you're here. Exactly. You can tell me after the next show. Put him on. Um, yeah, just put him on something for a little while. Just shake a car. <laughs> and like, We're on the plane. We're here. It smells the same as Los Angeles. I don't know. He's come by asking what's a drink or something. Nuts, you get the small glasses. Don't give him the whole can. Oh, God. Wow, my mind is a little bit blown right now. It's no big deal. See, that's how you handle life, I You find out you get cancer, it's no big deal. Even if it was like the super duper cancer, like you're saying, melanoma. If it was, yeah. I still would probably be the same well, way. I will honestly say this. Because I know I want to beat it. Well, this I think is, I'm going to beat this cancer, too. Just give me 50... 50, 60 years to live. <laughs> um, here's what I will say about me. I am a freak, but I think I'm a freak about the not knowing. Once, If like if I had something, I would be like, all right, let's do it. Because I am competitive, so I'm like, oh, I'm fucking kicking cancer's asshole, right? You know what I mean? It's the not knowing. It's the wondering. So you're the chick who would cut off a healthy boo, just in case. I don't like my titties. I'll take my chances. But if you had cancer in one, and they're saying you have possibility of getting the other, you cut off the health. Well, I only do that because I'm a Libra, and I can't stand up things that are unbalanced. I got to and Steven, you know? So I'm like, oh, shit. I mean, no, I'd probably get a, an implant, put the, the one they took off, and keep the other. But I don't, yeah. think, I don't think that that's going to be an issue for me, because I never had any breast tissue, ever. And cancer grows in breast tissue. I mean, I was I had like a guy's body, and guys don't typically get tea cancer. But they can. They can, but I don't... That'd be the unmanly way to go. Breast <laughs> cancer. We're talking about that, yeah. Yeah, the titty cancer. The guy. But I didn't have any breast issue. This is all foamy baloney. And I don't even have any chest muscles. None. Nothing. So I just, you were born without chest muscles. I don't have any chest muscles. So that's why uh, pull-ups, like doing that P90X, pull-ups are tough for me, and uh, push-ups are tough for me, because I don't have any muscles in my chest. Well, push-ups, I can understand. That's chest. Yeah. Pull-ups are more back. Yeah, but... Biceps. Yeah, I still can't do those. Any kind of pushing stuff you can't do. Mm, I mean, I can do push-ups, but not. I shouldn't. I should be further along in the program with push-ups, but I don't have chest. How many push-ups can you do? Muscles. Well, I mean, I in what a minute. I guess. Um, You can do push-ups for a minute. Fuck. No, like no, not really. I can't do that. I mean, I would. I can do maybe ten, and I have to stop at the top and. Boy push-ups or girl push-ups? I, I, when I started P90X, I could not do boy push-ups, and now I can do boy push-ups. So, I mean, I'm further along. I'm surprised you, because you being the, the chick who always likes to be dainty or be the girl in the relationship, mm-hmm. you're never going to attempt to do boy push-ups. Like, you'd stick to girl push-ups. Right. You'd do, oh, five, I have to come you'd do 500 girl push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> one boy push-up. Afraid someone would see you. Yeah, that is that. Uh, I knew she was the man. <laughs> yeah, there. I still have to do girl push-ups in, like, uh... When I in the in the damn P90X program, where they the ones where you have to do one armed or whatever. One arm push-ups. I can't even. I mean, I'm like, I can't even do them on my knees. I can't do one arm, so no, I'm still kind of good. Well, that blows my mind, Frank. I'm sorry. No need to be. 
It's all good. But have you told anybody else about this? Have you called? Did you call your mom? No, I'm just telling you in the audience right now. Did you tell? I didn't tell my mom. No. So your mom doesn't know your person has cancer. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> How is that possible? Because I don't want people to call something because mom, I have cancer. And you worry and, her, yeah. And it's non-cancer. But it is cancer. Frank, you have cancer. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm going to get so fixated on that. All right. Really? You can't stop looking at my uh, my black spot on my face, can you? Oh, that's cancer right there. That's what can I've never been this close to that's cancer before. It? It's almost like a celebrity. It's, like, it's almost like a celebrity. It's like our special guest today. Also, Schmacy's always here. That should be in Kevin's new intro. <laughs> Cancer, I've got to be honest, I know it's rude, but I've never liked you. Not a fan. Not a fan, sir. Cancer. But he doesn't discriminate. Mm. You never say that he uh, mm. hates a certain type of person. No, no. Because no. he came after you. Very sad for you. Oh, you know, you, you mentioned un- unmanly ways to uh, to die just now about yeah. getting breast cancer. Tell me if you think these two guys in this story are gay. Or, as two straight guys, allegedly, sitting in this room, <laughs> would this be something you ever do? My theory is any type of ass play, whether it's smacking your ass as two guys, whether it's just any, that, that gay, even in sports, just that you got to tap the ass and all that. That's not gay at all. Okay, is this gay? Two men required surgery to remove pellets from their asses after shooting each other to see if it would hurt. That's not gay. Yes, they were drinking. Uh, 34-year-old friends friends were enjoying a Sunday afternoon beer drinking session when they decided to shoot one another with an air rifle to see if it would penetrate their ass and cause pain. The men <laughs> took turns shooting each other in the ass. Uh, they thought that they were fine, but were admitted to hospital two days later requiring surgery to remove slug pellets from their ass, and one of them got caught in uh, the leg. So... I think any time a guy's like, you want to shoot each other in the ass and then see if it hurts? I guess you'd have to clarify if there was no pelican laying around. <laughs> yeah, no, with that, I go back here's the thing. Hey, uh, uh, hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're just sitting on the couch in our skivvies. Yeah, yeah, do you want to shoot it? Here's the thing, um, I I know it's going to hurt, so we don't need to do that to see if it's going to hurt. Like, Did you miss the part that they were drinking? Yeah, no, I know they were drinking. So you don't think there's anything gay about that? Not at all. That's something that uh, I would have done. Younger days, not now. No, but she younger, had cancer. But, <laughs> but in the younger <laughs> days, doing stupid shit like that? Really? Well, 34 years old is not young, but I'm like, no. Anytime guys want to be, hey. Because it's all disguised. It's all disguised. It's, let's see if we you know, we like, shoot each other guns. Well, did yeah. they, like, pull their pants down and spread it, their cheeks and no, actually no, have no. a bullseye? Or was no, it just no. like, hit me in the cheek, I, motherfucker? I think, it was, I think it was a cheek to see if it would hurt, but we don't need to do it. My point is, yes, it's going to hurt. You're getting shot with an air, or air rifle in the ass. It's going to hurt. It was one, probably one of those things where, let, let's see who can uh, take it. As, you know, let me see if, if I get shot in the ass. I'm like, oh, it wasn't that bad. I'll get shoot you in the well, ass. Well, like, not make a sound like if you just... Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, who, who yeah. can take the pain? My turn, my turn. That's a total jackass thing. Yeah, thank you. Well, those, those guys, guys are gay? Well, late homosexuality occasionally. You think so? Into certain things. Like what? Anytime, you, anytime you're, you're so interested in your buddy's shit, it's a little gay. Uh-huh, I've never... Right. None of my friends have ever been, like, really curious about their shit and what they do and what it looked like and all that. Oh, but that doesn't make a gay thing. That makes it a, a sex thing. But men can look, can be, you know, yeah. impressed by another guy's turd. You go, oh my god. Oh yeah. 
you would call Eric in to go, seriously, that's weird, but you gotta fucking see this thing. I've told this story before, I think, at the other station, not on KBC, obviously, but I, I once to shit a question mark, complete the dot. <laughs> As if just... <laughs> I was curious, too, when I turned around, I'm like... Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. So we were both asking each other questions. Uh, what? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, if I had that again, yeah, um, you'd, would you call Eric again? Yeah, yeah, me and my daughter and Farley were all on uh, RateMyPoo.com one night. That is a pretty fantastic and website. It's addicting. I mean, you just keep going, and you're just like, oh my god, and we couldn't stop, and we we're just dying laughing at certain ones, and the, oh, the, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't believe that. <laughs> but it reminded me when you're telling your uh, your eye cancer story where you go in and you see the chart of the different melanomas or the carcinomas where you're like, oh my god, yeah, that was mine. Same thing happened when I went to get the um, the colonic. What they do is they have everything lined up. And what does your poo look like? And there's the the scale. Too, too nuggety where it's like, you need... Too nuggety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's too, too solid where you're just like, like it's like rocks where you're like okay like deer pellets yeah like where it looks dry and hard but that's not good like it was a tough one to get out and then there's that's the, something I'm definitely <laughs> color like, hey, I'm shitting deer pellets or I tell them like a rabbit broke in and shit in the toilet I told you there's a rabbit living in here if it happened around Easter that'd be fantastic um I'd leave but yeah, they have a whole thing set up where you can go, well, what's yours look like? And she'll come in and she'll go, now, out of these pictures here, what what is yours look like, you know, most often? Oh, this is before, this is like a regular day. What does what yours look like? Right, like okay. on a regular day, what does it look like so that we so that she knows, okay, what, I, we're, looking at. what we're looking at, what we're looking for, and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It needs to be golden and it needs to float. This is what I've learned. I thought floaty meant you had too much fat in your diet. No, floaty is good. If it's like golden brown and floaty, spot on. I, I, I very rarely have a float. <laughs> really? Seriously. <laughs> I don't think I do. I don't have the Molly Browns and turds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Ooh, got me a Molly Brown back then. See that color? Molly Brown. Ooh, Molly. That felt like a Molly. I used to know a kid in high school whose, whose butthole hadn't fully developed mm-hmm. when he was born. Yeah. So he had a bunch of little buttholes. So, like, there was skin over his hole, but he had to I'm not kidding. I mean, I didn't see his... Oh, come on. I didn't, didn't see it. his Wait, so he ass. Somebody like, had a bunch of... It looked like Play-Doh. Like, it it yeah. was like Play-Doh. Like, when you push it through one of the shapes. Yeah, like a Play-Doh fun factory. Everywhere. It would just be a bunch wow. of little skin. Wow. I would have had each one shaped like a different shape. Like, there's a star, and there's a globe. <laughs> he had a moon. Yeah. I didn't... <laughs> Shitting Lucky Charms every time I went to the bathroom. You'd be the featured photo on Rate My Poo. Lucky Charmin. It's not gay, Heidi, to say bend over and show I agree. No, no, not at all. Because that is... I gotta see this. Yes. That's one of those things. Because I think anything that's wrong with your butthole, that's not gay to go like, you gotta see his pop's butthole. Seriously. So when he got diarrhea, it was like a a, a shower spigot where he could turn it around like... (laughs) Hey, hey, Bob, put it on Viper, put it on Massager. (laughs) 
that video I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Someone getting a shit massage. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Wow. So how did he, you learned about this just because he shared it with you, you were good friends. Uh, we actually weren't that close, but uh, well, it was just the talk of high school. Oh, so it might not have been true. No, no, no. We, he, would tell, he was totally cool with oh, the okay. attention. He was very unpopular, so when everybody found out about his multi-asshole properties, uh, wow. he, he would call people and be like, take a look. How many holes did he have? I don't know. Was it like all along his like spaghetti noodles? All along his crack he would have instead of the one in the middle. What I imagined her. was just <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this. Yeah, you brought it up. I know, it's fantastic. Uh I just sort of imagined like a shower head is exactly what I pictured. Oh. Yeah, I picture him in a circle around yeah. oh, the pole and develop. Huh. Yeah. I picture him in a line. He eventually got it fixed, actually. Mm. Your your cousin was born without one. Without one, not with extras. Cousin Billy born without a butthole. <laughs> For some reason, he couldn't go swimming. I mean, what was it a was it a buoyancy thing? A, ba- a, a maybe you need thing? your butthole. Yeah. yeah, you don't know. You gotta have like, the air balance itself out, and if you can't fart, you can't swim. Yeah, maybe it's like a fish with the with the swim bladders. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he had the little bag, <laughs> but I never did see the bag because um, they didn't show it to the That's kids, why you couldn't embarrass swim. Him. Yeah, that's why you couldn't swim. This philosophy bag. Yeah, I don't think he can swim with those. <laughs> I, thought, I just thought he had floaties on. The one was like, full of shit and this. The other one was blaze orange. Like, yeah. my God. The world's worst floaty idea. Yeah. Let's get him a matching one. Yeah, brown and orange floaties. Mm, thanks, Mom. <laughs> now, this, this is my favorite story of the week. and uh, Actually, it's a couple weeks old, I think. But uh, teenager passes out marrying cow he had sex with. <laughs> uh, this happened in uh, Bali. A Balinese teenager caught in the act of intercourse with a cow passed out and he was forced to marry the animal in a ceremony witnessed by hundreds of curious onlookers. So he got caught banging it, so they were like, well, fine, Mary? you're, you're marrying her. <laughs> Whoa. You gotta save that cow's honor. By marrying that cow. No, I would get that. The curious onlookers. So it's like they started the whole ceremony and, and, and people are walking by and it's like, is that guy marrying a cow? <laughs> what? I think that cow has a veil on it. <laughs> Seriously, come over here. That guy's marrying a cow. <laughs> Curious onlookers. Wow, well, how could you not be? Uh, his name is uh, Negra Elite. He's 18 years old. Mm-hmm. He was caught stark naked, positioned behind the cow in a rice paddy field. Now, in his defense, Negra admitted to the act of bestiality, but claimed the cow, which he believed was a young and beautiful woman, had wooed him with flattering compliments. Cancer ate my sense of humor. <laughs> Thanks, cancer. Oh, was giving him flattering compliments, and that's mm. why he decided to uh, yeah. have sex with it. <laughs> now, um... now all on the move stuff. <laughs> you know, you in that rice hat. Yeah. Uh, there has to be stools involved. Not not that kind of stool, but like something to stand on in order to... He was a very short cow. A little t- it, was a, it was a calf. Well, now he's a real sick bastard. As part of a um, Pika Ruin ritual, a ceremony to cleanse the village of the unholy act of a man mating with a cow, he was forced to marry the animal. And then that makes it all good. He's not weird now because he married the cow that he was having sex with. But then as he was marrying it, he passed out. Oh, you're a 
Uh, and nobody knows if he actually got to say I knew or not. Oh, oh I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. I stole your line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think your cancer's in remission. <laughs> <laughs> As part of the ceremony, <coughs> ceremony, Nigra's victim and new bride was drowned in the ocean. What? <laughs> Wait, what? So, as part of the ceremony, okay, they're married. They, they marry, he has to marry the cow. Yeah. And as part of the ceremony, at the, re- at the reception, they take mm-hmm. the cow out to the ocean and they drown it. That's the world's worst reception and honeymoon ever. Or honeymoon. I'm just trying to think. Of- <laughs> I'm not going to stop. You, you know you're bringing up something. Like I'm just trying to think of how this cow's day started. How is some guy holding on our teeth? It's, it's, it's pulling a plow through a rice paddy. Yeah. This guy starts fucking it from behind. Mm-hmm. It goes through a wedding ceremony, and I'm sure it did have probably some garb on. If it's a ceremony, it's like <laughs> wearing a wedding dress of some kind. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, that had to be utterly humiliating. And then. Yeah, I was waiting for that. The user said, like, all right, let's go drown the cow. What, motherfuckers? I just got fucked in the. From behind by some human. Right. I had to marry this guy. I just met him. Yeah. And now you're going to fucking drown me in the ocean? <laughs> uh, Negra, on the other hand, was symbolically drowned and bathed on the beach. Only his clothes were thrown into the sea. His clothes is what fucked the cow. <laughs> the cow's dead in the ocean. Yeah. And he threw his clothes in. Uh, the village chief declared that the village had been cleansed. Mm. From the defilement from the infidel. That's my best Bali accent. Um, it sure is good to live in America, is all I'll say. <laughs> See, that happens in America. We just call the guy Kenny Cow and we go to high school with him and it's fine. We all had Kenny Cow. You had Kenny Cow, didn't you? We had uh, Peggy Horse. Peggy Horse. <laughs> did you have anybody at your school? No. Oh, no, you had a guy with multiple buttholes. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody did anything with him? God. Another guy lost a bottle cap in his ass. God. <laughs> I'm sure. We lived in the smallest town. It didn't have city limits. Like, our high school was next to a cow field. But I'm sure it happened every day, but we didn't hear about it. It was probably so normal that we didn't hear about it. Yeah. The one kid in the school who didn't fuck a cow was the remember. <laughs> that was yeah. me. Yeah. Like, did you hear Eric? Eric's a cow virgin. Can you believe that? No, I'm not. <laughs> Swim the finger. He's just saying that fucking hamburger all night. Swim the finger. <laughs> oh, people are scared. I thought you'd be upset with the story, Heidi, because they're going to marry a cow to a man, but yeah. uh, two chicks can't get married to each other. I know, a little frustrating, but I didn't want to go to the gay angle. You didn't want to go to the gay angle? St- yeah, I was trying to stay away from that. But, but you did, it did cross your mind. Of course, how, how God marries not? a cow. Of course, they drown her later, so maybe I don't want to get married. Like, you guys can get married, but I'm fucking killing one of you when it's over. You decide. <laughs> how about we do that? <laughs> Let's do that. We'll allow gays to get married, but one of you just right. drown in the ocean. Let, let all of our paperwork get in order first. Don't fill the other ones closing. I gotta make sure she leaves me all the money. That was my favorite story of the week. There's going to be a lot of guys in America who would love to drown that cow of a wife. Yeah, normally have to get married students to a cow. Yeah. <laughs> Not before. And then you want to kill her. Oh, God. Yeah, they're doing this uh, big thing right now, I guess, in Japan where they're doing uh, the opposite of a wedding ceremony. They're doing divorce ceremonies where it's, you invite all of your friends and family and you have them there. It looks exactly like a wedding except you do, like, reverse vows. And they say that it's amazing for closure, where you're like, no, we're all together in front of friends and family, 
just like we started, but we're having a divorce ceremony and they... Uh, no, we talk about that. What? Who's paying for what? No, when you go, like if I was going to someone's divorce ceremony... Mm-hmm. They're like, it's on Saturday, it's at 2 o'clock. No, but you know, they're <laughs> ushers, they're going to say bride, ex-bride or ex-groom or whatever, they're going to call each mm-hmm. other. And it's like, well, which side do I choose? I'm announcing at that moment. Which, who gets me in the divorce? That's true, because that always happens. When you break up or have a divorce, it's like, shit. I mean, so it's probably going to cause more problems with the people who were there, because it's like, you've got to make that choice as soon as you walk in, of whose side you sit on. And so when they come out, they're going to see how many friends they have. If one side of the church is stacked, it's like, fuckers! <laughs> yeah. Now we know. The truth comes out. I never liked her anyway. I was lumping up with her because I like you. Um, but yeah, they said it's about... Uh, I guess the divorce rate in Japan is really crazy high. And last year they had 251,000 divorces. Um, they arrive at this place they call the Divorce Mansion for a ceremony where they smash their wedding ring with a gavel, which is a gesture signifying the end of their partnership. The gavel has a frog's head on it, as frogs symbolize change in Japanese culture. So they, everybody celebrates and they play music. It looks exactly like a wedding, if except it's a divorce ceremony to help move on. Would that be something you would be into? Or would have been into? A divorce ceremony? No. You're to see me either. I'm like, okay, here it is. Here's the ring. We're done. I don't need the sim- symbolically destroy the ring. It's like, here you go. Take it back. It's over. I don't. I think. Well, I didn't really want anybody to know. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, I talk to the world every day, so everyone finds out quickly. Well, yeah. But uh, if I had the choice, and I wasn't a public figure, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want anybody to know I got divorced. Even your family. You're just like, well, I mean, honestly, they would know. Right. It's not one of those things where I'm like, I'm going to call people, I'm going to send invitations. It's like, right. oh, did you hear? We're getting a sandwich. <laughs> I didn't make phone calls. Right. Women do that. They call all their friends, and they start laying blame. They start telling horrible stories about you that really aren't true. But. <laughs> More and, on that later. Yeah, but I didn't call up and bash her to friends and like that. It's yeah. like, okay, it's, it's over, it's done. And then you feel like a failure anyway, because you don't ever fail at marriage. Right, so yeah. So you feel like a failure, so why are you going to advertise failure? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, Frank, that's why... But I guess they did give us buses at uh, 790. <laughs> 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 it's mm-hmm. So I guess there's a reason sometimes, so... Yeah. Failure! Come on now. I'm kidding. All right. Um, huge success. I was going to say something, I forget what it was. About the Asians, divorce ceremony. Uh, I got something mm-hmm. Asian while you think about it. Uh, it's not an Asian guy. This guy lives in London. He's 89 years old. And he's a crossword enthusiast. Woo! Uh, and he used the internet to solve a clue about the, the clue was wild Asian ass. And ended up being bombarded with hardcore pornography. This guy's online. This 89-year-old man. And his name's Jack Sedgwick. And he was stuck on 14 across. Wild Asian ass. So he types in Asian ass. Oh, boy. And instead, he was left shocked when it showed dozens of porn sites displaying photos of naked Asian girls. One website said, the hottest spicy Asian ass you'll ever see. I was shaken. The images were horrendous. I didn't know this sort of stuff existed, said Jack, who hasn't been out of his house since the story broke. (laughs) He finally managed to get it solved after changing his search to donkey sanctuaries. And the answer was Honiger. Oniger. Wild Asian ass. Now you know. It's an Oniger. I'm sure that guy's very appropriately named after Do you really think website's Jack. that he was back there looking up a clue 
Unless it was in the book Wild Asian Ass. That's his only defense. That, hey, look, 14 across, there's the clue. Wild uh, Asian uh, Ass. Uh, or yeah. is this something where, you know, because he's 89 years old, grandma and the grandkids walk in, he's like, what's this? Uh, <laughs> oh, I was... Um, did, this is horrendous. He's <laughs> got a raging wood sticking through his robe. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if my mom or dad, because they're on the internet, if, do you think your dad surfs porn? I mean, most people at some I, point. Yeah. No, I don't think my dad has ever, although, mm, boy, that's a tough one. I don't think my dad knows how to use a computer. He's 73 years old. He's You've never seen him on it, never did anything with it? Never. But when I was home visiting my mom, and I went on her website, I went on the computer to get online, and I Googled something, and you know, you show the history, and it was the nastiest shit I had ever seen. And, <laughs> like, get hard, need this, triple X, wet pussy, all the shit... And I said, um, <clears throat> Mom, who uses your computer? Oh, just just me. I said, uh, oh, yeah. interesting. I said, well, what do you, really? Because there's some really weird shit that pop. Oh, I get that all the time. I don't, the only things I go on are MarthaStewart.com and MSN to check my hotmail. And I said, those are the only two things. Yeah. Okay. Well, Did she type in hot male once? <laughs> She's a bad speller. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mom, seriously. She's from Indiana. They, that that is true. Um, yeah, and so all that shit popped up. So, but I don't think it's my dad. I mean, the only Somebody thing, has to be on there. The only thing I can think is my 14-year-old nephew. Is that because my mom's like, well, he's not, I, you know, I'm usually with him when he's on, but, you know, he might, he stays with them, so she goes to sleep and he goes upstairs, but it was nat like shit. But I'm like, Mom, why, why do you, oh, I know that stuff pops up all the time, and I just close it out. I only go on Martha Stewart, so who knows? But I don't think it's my dad. So my just, dad just the ad, the the pop-up window ad for that site. And she's got that PC, so it's like, they all come, and I'm like, whoa. Get your dick car, get your pussy well, wig. Is that the name of a site, or they, uh, they all, <laughs> they all pop up? Is they all pop up, yeah. Or, <laughs> I think so. History? Yeah, so it's disgusting. My mom, I don't, I don't think it's my dad, though. That'd be my nephew, probably. I'd love to go and put spyware on my parents' computer. No, it's always the other way around. The parents are always putting the spyware on their kids' computer to find mm-hmm. out, or, you know, a, right. a jilted lover and uh-huh. trying to figure out what they're cheating on me. But both on your parents' computer. See, I think you would be freaked. Like, what if your dad was looking at something? Wouldn't that be hilarious? Mm. I think if, it'd be, da- if you knew that your dad at night when your mom went to bed like, after she had a cup of tea was looking up hot Asian ass. Oh my god, that'd be great. Really? Oh no. And the kinkier, the better, I think, just to have something like that to where, you know, He's to like, know he's it got to see one of his attitudes at Christmas. It's like, easy, big fat man move. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. And I was like, what? Why big fat man move? Why do you call dad that? Right, and he's just going, <laughs> this is the site for black chicks over 350 pounds. Hey, there's a lift over pop. Believe me. I'd be getting everything in the wheel. Okay, so you wouldn't say, you'd only use it like that. You would never confront him like, so who knew you're in the big old black chick? No. How, you would wait and use it when you needed it. Exactly. I wonder how in the hell I knew. He'll never know. I'm not going to go to him with all the evidence, like, how'd you get all this? Well, oh, that's fine, right? What, if, that. what, you're if, what if you did that and he's like, I know, that's what your mom fucking likes. <laughs> no shit, that ain't me, that's Sammy. That's interview. <laughs> No, I say big fat man, but when she drops the turkey flag, <laughs> Dad's like, what the fuck are you talking everything about? Everything goes silent, yeah. like planking of silver. Yeah. Um, Mom's eyes are wide open looking at me. I'm looking at her. Um, do you want to become pie? Pie? Get pie now. Turkeys? Not with the pie, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Oh, speaking of that, probably, um, I probably got this story more than any story that I've ever been sent before. Uh, probably 200 emails or Facebook posts about the, and maybe you guys did too, about the condom that has teeth. The anti-rape condom. The female condom that you put in, and I guess if you, you have to, I think only a doctor can put it in and take it out. Really convenient. That's got to be sanitary. Well... You can't take it out on a daily basis on your own just to give it a quick hosing? No, you can't take it out on its own. <laughs> I guess they're, this uh, doctor is distributing anti-rape female condom, and this is all brought on because of the World Cup. Like, there are going to be a lot of... Well, South Africa is like the rape capital of the, country, yeah. of the world. Jagged rows of teeth like hooks attached to a man's penis and can only be removed uh, by a doctor. The uh, doctor, the South African doctor was on call one night about 40 years ago. This, this female condom was 40 years in the works. And uh, when a devastated rape victim walked in, her eyes were lifeless. She was breathing. She looked like a corpse. Um, the doctor says the rape victim looked at me and said, if only I had teeth down there. And the doctor went, bing, light bulb went off and went to work on this female condom that you insert. And uh, the woman inserts the condom like a tampon, they say. And then jagged rows of teeth like hooks line its inside and attach to the man's penis during penetration. Now, so it's he, barbed. It's barbed. Now, apparently, oh apparently, he can, like, you can't take it out, I guess, on your own. I don't know. But if he goes inside of you, it attaches to his penis and it doesn't pierce his flesh, which is the weird, no liquid comes out. So they said that a lot of people were worried about it. Like, he starts bleeding and now he's inside of you, now his blood's inside of you, and it's even more dangerous. And they said, no. It, that's why it took 40 years to uh, create, but it attaches to his penis and like forms a vacuum or something. Yeah, and then he pulls out of you, but it's attached to him and it's out of you, and he's free, but he can't do anything because it says it hurts so much he cannot pee, he can't even walk when the thing's attached, and he can't take it off. If he tried, they said uh, if he tries to remove it, it will clasp even tighter. Um, however, it doesn't break the skin, and there's no da- danger of fluid exposure when he's trying to uh, pull out of you. So it's like a Chinese finger cuff. Kind of like that, but with your penis and with teeth. Yeah, to prevent rape. Um, they said uh, after the, they're giving them away free now. She said she's giving away about thirty thousand of them for free during the World Cup period, and they're going to be about two bucks a piece. There are people who are against it, saying the female condom is not a long-term solution and makes women vulnerable to more violence from men trapped no by guys. Um, see, yeah, no. I pull off you with a cock cuff on it. Right, me. and you're like, yeah. you're some getting knee fucked with <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, uh, they said it's a form of enslavement. <laughs> uh, fear surrounds the victim. The act of wearing the condom in anticipation of being assaulted um, is, is sort of like enslavement, and it constantly reminds women of their vulnerability. I don't know. I mean, I think that if you worried about oh, shit. If they had this, you would wear it all the time because you say you don't pull over for cops because you think they're well, rapists in cop cars. I would only wear it if I wanted to see <laughs> it somewhere. I'd put it in while I was in the seat. Oh, I'm going to be going fast down this interstate. Better put in my rape condom. Then um, it would be a finger cuff. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. I put it in wrong. I can't get my finger out. This is going to be awesome. You tell get to it for the next time she has one big uh, female condom finger. I think I'm sort of on the side of the critics. The only thing it would do is stop a guy if a guy knows about it. Like, if this gets out, that women are wearing these now, so you have to be careful. She has to consent. But 
If not, you pull out and you've got barbs attached to your dick and you're pissed, I'm probably going to end up dead. Or like you said, if you're in the mood to rape, I'm getting raped with whatever's handy. Yeah, because we're about sex. It's about power. And yeah. now when you just took my power away, you basically took my weapon away. Yeah. And so now I have to trump that with another weapon mm-hmm. of some kind. So that's what critics are saying. It's just going to end up making men mm-hmm. more. But wouldn't it keep you, if you knew that a lot of women were wearing these, if you were that kind of guy, wouldn't you be like, mm-hmm. I'm not taking my chance that she wouldn't be wearing well, one. Well, what I would do, I'd probably wear a, like a leather glove or a welding glove or something like that, then I'd check first. <laughs> you just carry a dildo around. Ooh. <laughs> Look at you. Good. Damn rapist. God. But I'd rather be, <laughs> that <came> so easily. <laughs> but I'd rather be caught with gloves on, on my passenger seat than a big old dick. <laughs> yeah, whatever you're into. I was like, I'm going to carry a dildo around. <laughs> Waving in a yeah, you got in your back pocket like right. at home in the 80s, the head sticking out. He always wears a bandana in his back pocket. That'll just be replaced with a big dog. To cover up the cock he's got back <laughs> See, when you told that story, all I could imagine, because they know how it feels on the man. They, they've done tests. So there had to be test subjects for this. Oh. So I, all I keep imagining is a bunch of, of college kids who need money right. in the line at like this place. Like, okay, so what, what am I getting into, bro? <laughs> and the doctor's like, all right, so we've got this device. You're going to have to get your penis hard. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I can do that. That's cool. And then you're going to stick your penis inside a woman. Yeah? Okay, cool. And you're going to pay me for this? This is the best study ever. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, it, it's going to latch on to the tip of your penis with these painful, painful teeth. Whoa, what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> got Is there one in her ass? <laughs> the guy walks out, tells the line, run. There you go. You better have one in your ass, too. Oh, man. <laughs> because now I'm going to rape you with the, the toothy condom on me in your ass. You couldn't. It would be too painful. They said that it, you can't even walk or pee once it's latched on. can't walk? No. Well, these are Africans we're talking about. Well, yeah, maybe you could walk. You could jog. Fuck, I could skip. I'll skip to the next raping. Skip to my rape. Skip to my rape. Skip to my rape. Oh, my darling. Hell, I could probably still rape her and not hit the side still. She's like, she wouldn't even consider it rape. She feels sorry for like, oh, whatever, just do it then. <laughs> I had a friend who got uh, date raped, and she said it was, she she had never seen uh, a penis so small. You know, like, those people, guys have microphallus, it's called, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And she was on a date with him, and this was in high school, and uh, he went to date rape her, and she's like, no, no, no. And sure enough, he pulls his pants down, and she sees it, and she said it was maybe half the size of a pinky finger. And she just went, Whatever. Like, just was like, I'm not even going to fight it. It was that small. No, when she said whatever, she consented. No, no, no. No, no. She didn't say whatever to him. <laughs> but it was like, enough. but it was one of those things where he pulls it down and she's scared about being raped and he pulls his pants down and it was. It was so small she wouldn't even count it. It was, there was nothing there. It was literally at the half of a pinky finger, like a long clit. <laughs> it was a long clit. Yeah, but date rape seems like it is sexual. I think it is sexual. Well, it was sexual. But for him to want to whip out his half pinky. Well. I mean, you think if you're that type of guy, he'd be super duper nice. (laughs) You know, the guy who really takes care of a woman is super romantic. because he's got the half pinky. Well, can I tell you? He was was nice. He was good looking before that. Nice, good looking, and the captain of the football team. So he was a big guy. 
How and, big? I mean, say. Well, she uh, probably like six, just a typical football player, six feet. I mean, like six a like a big, like a, like a guy that you look at and go, hmm, he's probably got something to do it. And nothing at all. Like a half a pinky finger. No, she almost like, it out. I mean, all the uh, I don't think she told anyone. I don't think no. I don't think she told anybody. Because <laughs> she, she was embarrassed about the fact that that had happened, but that it was just micro. And I go, come on. She goes, no, no. I'm telling you. And I told that guy that I had sex with one time in college. It wasn't that small, but it was very, very, very tiny. The whole pinky? No, 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 no. Maybe a thumb. Maybe a thumb. That was it. But I came from this long relationship with this guy, this Sicilian Italian, who, you know, he, you know, he was nice. And then this guy was like, oh. And then most women after that, I'm like, yeah, forget it. I'm this close to eating pussy. <laughs> Might as well keep going. Oh, uh, yeah. So I don't even think I count him either. Why bother? <laughs> like Mr. Thumpkin. Oh, me. It was like in, uh, out, over. That quick. So I said, the Yeah. And then I just went, he was with one ever since. Did he try to call you after that? Or did he try to be Mr. Romantic, super nice guy so you wouldn't go around? Well, it's funny right? because we were we were really good friends. So I, I did the wrong thing anyway. But I told you, I think I may have told the story before where I got kissed by a girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got kissed by a girl. I got freaked out by it. Like, oh, my God, made out with this girl for two hours, you know, and went, oh, my God. And I knew he liked me, this guy. So he was the easy go-to. And I was like, why don't you come over? And I kind of seduced him. And then I was like, oh, my God. Look how many guys got pussy from that. <laughs> <laughs> it's to get the lesbian off of them. And the girl had that first experience of just experimenting in college. I just need she, to be with a man and know that I'm not gay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just runs to a guy right away. Yeah. No no effort involved at all. And the second I, I was kissing him on the couch and then doing it, I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm calling that girl. I'm making out with you. Did you go back to her house afterwards? Yes, I did. I right away? <laughs> oh. Yeah, pretty much. Did, yeah. To go get the little dick off of you? I get oh, yeah. little, I, going back and forth. Knocked on the door crying. I need to get this little dick off of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. I think he was a virgin, too, so it was another And you took thing. his virginity. Maybe. I don't know. I never asked. Never t- talked about that. Just assume because it was so quick. Yeah. Very inexperienced, but a nice feller, I guess. Would you ever consider eating in a restaurant that used to be a public bathroom? <laughs> No. It's not anymore, but it's being converted into a restaurant. And but you knew it back in the day when well that used to be the public restaurant. Oh, it's like the like the bathrooms at the beach, like those with the you're not talking like an Andy Gum. No. no. <laughs> wow. Oh, can I get reservation? It's a line. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what these are. These are in Boston, I guess. Uh, and I think that uh, they used to have these cubicle type things. I think I know what you're kiosk looking mm-hmm. things on the corners that used to be the public restrooms. And so they're opening it up now so they shut those things down and they become restaurants. And so uh, everyone knows that they're public restrooms in the past. They haven't been, you know, mm-hmm. been restrooms for a long time. They've just been these landmarks. And so it's like, well, let's make some money yeah. and let's uh, let's put uh, some a taco place in there. Well, whatever you do, whatever you do, a bean burrito from a public bathroom. Say, you get the guy coming out going, whatever you do, don't order the meatloaf. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the specials meatloaf. It's all stuff. The restaurants that probably shouldn't right. be there at all. Now, what are your sides? A corn? What else? <laughs> uh huh. There's just bowls of peanuts in there. <laughs> 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 it's all poopy. You like it? So, would you do it? Would you eat there? Oh, maybe just for the, for the uh, novelty of it all. Maybe. 
No. It'd be fun just to go down there and watch the tourists who didn't realize I was a bathroom <laughs> back in the day because I've been in Boston my whole life to watch <laughs> them eat there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, one of the places that is moving into the first one is a Chinese food place, Chinese food. Mm-hmm. And uh, the special is going to be the poo poo platter. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what are the restaurants you think could go in there? Um, Kentucky Fried Pension. Kentucky Fried Pension, okay. Mm-hmm. Hot Dog on a Stink. <laughs> Every guy's had that, huh? Panda Express Glance. Oh, oh, stop there. That's disgusting. Quit while you're in. <laughs> Quit while you're in. I should say that one for last. <laughs> I just wrote these down as they came to me. Uh-huh. Uh, got to goes. Instead of togos. togos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, subspray. Ew. No. 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 Mm-hmm. Subway. That was a stretch. You can tell I'm. Uh, I probably should have stopped there. I probably should have stopped on the hot dog on the stink. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kind of a dairy queen, but I guess that would make any sense at all. Uh, you rarely eat. Uh, yeah. yeah, probably not. Damn, I'm trying to you think. You never heard somebody weave in the, in the stall next door? No, because they're, they're like pushing and. No, it like, doesn't work that way. Wait a second, that it, was a like weave. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't? No. No. You're, aren't you like. No, you're no. pushing and when you need air. No, because you got to get air in in order to get it to come well, out. You got air in. Mm, rarely. You don't think ladies walk around as. No, no, it's when you do. This is one reason. The this, this is one reason I don't like to work out in public. Because if you do get like a, there are certain workouts you do where you're like doing the, the heels to the heavens or whatever and oh, they yeah. come back down. Oh man. Well, if you're by yourself, that's fine. But if you're out in public. Yeah, there's a video God. on the internet of an aerobics instructor. I think it was on TV and they were doing some downward dog position or something like that. And, and she's a, she a black lady and she totally queefed and. And everybody who was doing the yoga just kind of like fell out of their positions because everyone started laughing, and she sat down real quick and started laughing. Mm-hmm. And she named her child that afterwards. I'm sure it's a great black girl name. Laquifa. Oh, this is a little Laquifa. <laughs> what a cute name. How did you get that? You want that one now? I'm sure black people hate when I do that. Although I find it very funny when black people imitate white people, so why wouldn't they think it's funny if I'm doing them? I like when the black the black girls like uh, I had a black friend called and she would always imitate me even though I didn't sound like that at all. She'd be like, Hi, my name is Heidi. Like she overdoes it, you know. But she was like a black full on black girl, but she well, would act like I'm like some country club girl. I'm like I don't even yeah. sound like that, so I'd always I'd always do her full on ghetto too. If that's just the stereotype, and they I guess and I guess they don't like being stereotyped in that. Whatever the hell you do. I mean, well, like, I know all black people don't sound like that, but it's not funny to do a black person who sounds like a, it's not funny to ever take Barack Obama. Well, it's they're sensitive, uh, apparently. Well, yeah. Mm. Very thin skin. Very very thin. Mm. That's why we should make fun of them. <laughs> not about the colors. It's just yeah, they're, they're thin. They're so so big. Very thin skinners. <laughs> Thin Skinner, please. It's Thin Skinner. Don't say Thin Skinner. That is That's derogatory. <laughs> Where are my Skinners at? <laughs> my Thin Skinners. Um, KTLA did the story, I think it was maybe the last week, at the end of the week or something, about this. And I don't know if you guys heard about this, but the 13-year-old girl who gave herself an abortion with a pencil. Oh, I missed that. <sighs> 
Well, she tried to give herself an abortion with a pencil. Did she just try to erase it, or she tried to poke it? Just erase, erase. She's so young and immature, she thinks just to, she can just put an eraser up there and erase the baby out of her uterus. No, I think she used the pointy end. Oh! The story isn't awful. Drafting a pencil or number two? Abortion with a pencil. Number two way to do an abortion. A 30-year-old man was charged with raping a 13-year-old girl who then got pregnant with his baby. So there's trouble brewing on the horizon. And then uh, she decided, because I guess she was embarrassed, number one, she was raped uh, by the guy. So she tried to abort the fetus using a pencil. Then she got violently ill for about three days. She went into contractions before delivering the baby at her home. The baby, she placed the baby in a plastic shopping bag. And then... So this is a lot bigger than a Brazil nut. Well, see, that's what I'm oh. thinking, Frank. Yeah, oof. Um, the story. That's what I'm thinking. But it's a little convoluted because then the guy who raped her admitted to burying uh, the body in the woods near his home. So now he's charged with the rape of a child, involuntary deviant sexual intercourse, and concealing the death of a child and the abu- abuse of a corpse. So he got her pregnant. She killed the baby with a pencil, gave herself an abortion with a pencil, oh. and then wrapped the baby in a... Bust bag. Yeah, like a rouse bag or something. And then he buried the baby. So obviously they were in... Because I'm thinking, I'm not going to contact my rapist to go, um, you got to come and do something with this thing, because, you know, I'm not going to do... I'm not bearing all the responsibility. I don't understand, like, okay, you rape me, I get pregnant. I so you stepped up as the, as the father of this baby yeah. and buried it out in the woods. Oh, yeah, I get raped, I get pregnant, I abort my... Don't be a deadbeat, grab a shovel. I abort my own penis with a pencil. I'm not calling my rapist to bury it. You know what I mean? It's like an odd... I don't know if they were in a relationship. Obviously they're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or they're related. Mm-hmm. I don't know. See, it doesn't say who she is because obviously she's 13 years old. Uh, police say they didn't know how far along the pregnancy was or whether the baby was born alive. So we don't know that. But if it fit in a plastic shopping bag, that's pretty well. I guess it could have been a sandwich bag. Get the one with the guys put a comforter in and then you know, suck out the air. Oh. Oh, baby in the bag. Make it whole baby in the bag. Make the bed in the bag. Chance. The whole thing, baby in the bag. It's completely whatever they That sounds so convenient and very inexpensive, the baby in the bag. Uh, this is the mother of the year. I think that she just wins hands down from the story alone. I don't think there's any other mother who could probably stack up to this one. Gotta top the girl who killed her baby with a pencil. All right, I think I can. Well. This one didn't have an abortion, but probably should have. Okay. Uh, she's an Arizona mom, and she was arrested as she packed up for a future as a California stripper because she intended to leave her two young children behind. And when her 11-year-old son tried to hug her before their separation, she made a fist and punched him in the stomach. This is according to the police report. Now, police were called to the house by Christina Muniz's 11-year-old son at 9 in the morning, and he said his mother was leaving him behind along with his six-year-old brother. So he's uh, 11, he's six. Okay. The, the boy stated his mom is in the house packing with her boyfriend, and she is going to California without them. And when the, the child mm-hmm. told her not to go, she said she was going to beat him. This is what he's telling him, like, 911. You can just right picture, like, oh, mommy, don't leave me. Police said the woman, 29, was abandoning her two boys because she, had, she was sick of them and wanted to finally be able to pursue her dream of becoming a stripper. 
I think it's funny that she has to pack. Really? You're going to be a stripper. What do you pack up? <laughs> she said she was tired of having the kids. She needed a break and didn't want them. She told the officers on the scene all this. And then Nunez, that's her name, allegedly told the officers she needed to go out and play without her. What the fuck? Told the officers she needed to go out and play without them. Uh-huh. So she wanted to go out to California and do her thing. She was tired of being a mom after 11 years and six-year-old. She's like, these kids are holding me down. I want to go to California and pursue my dream of becoming a stripper. And you know, every guy who pays the 20 bucks for a lap dance is going to hear this story. Because they all talk. The Batman's do anyway. Where they tell you their shit. You're like, While they're lap dancing? Yeah, you, maybe it's because uh, I'm a girl. Like, that's I, I've heard this. It, I'm like, shut the fuck up. You've never heard those stories <laughs> where they tell you their stories and shit? Where you're just like, oh my god. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, they about what they're doing, if they're in school, they got, I, have a kid, I have a son, he's five, and you're like, oh. They must, I think what's a lap dance, and you're the one paying for me. And they must be just women, because right. guys don't go there to hear women talk. Yes, I know, Frank, but a lot of times they tell stories and stuff. Maybe, maybe... I what, was, what was the story you heard? Well, no, she was just telling me about doing this. I just remember, I think it was with the Orange County one, maybe at Fritz's, and she's talking to me about how, yeah, this is pretty gross, but you know... No, I don't mind doing girls. Like it's just easier. The guys are creepy, and I have a son, and he's five years old. And you know, I'm like, oh, really? What does your son do while you're here? Oh, my boyfriend watches. Oh my God, Almighty! Ugh, like she's just so pathetic. She's there. It's dark. She's stinky. She's stripping. Telling me about her five-year-old son. She's stinky. No, the whole thing. Just like the body sweat and. Yeah, you know, the boy told the officer that uh, she was always telling him things like that she didn't want him, that uh, he was ugly, and he had buck teeth, and that she just wanted him to leave. To her son? To her son. Oh. And when the officer said, do you really think your mom's going to take off, go to California? And he said, yes, let her, yeah, she's leaving. And uh, he said all she cares about is her boyfriend and drinking wine. Hmm. Don't look this direction. Well, you're planning on becoming a mother. We know what your wine means to you. I'm not, I would give up wine if I became a mother. The boy uh, told the officer that she was always leaving them alone, and she was always mean and never cooked for them or helped them. He said, she goes out at night, and the next morning a different guy will leave the house. Classic bro. Can you imagine what that'd be like? Mom fucking every guy every night? Mm-mm. Well, I don't want to imagine my mom fucking the same guy, my dad. <laughs> He's bad enough. I don't want to imagine other guys. I'm asking you because I know Eric can imagine it. Oh. <laughs> oh! I gotta throw your mom in there. Yeah. We never, Come on, Blind. We never talked about Eric's mom. Come on, Blind Man chuckled a little bit on that one, didn't he? <laughs> Blind Man, my dad, dad likes the well, show. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he enjoys it. Maybe not so much. I'll just return to the show. Yeah, he likes it more, trust me. Oh, he does? <laughs> <laughs> nice. My mom is our punching bag. <laughs> how, long, how long have they been married? Um, let's see. Like 30 years at least, yeah. right? Or, yeah, around 30 years. See, yeah. Oh, so yeah, she's her mom. Yeah, oh yeah. We all make fun of my mom. You do? Oh yeah. yeah. She's so easy to make fun because <laughs> we'll just say one little thing and she'll be like, "Oh, you make her sad." <laughs> <laughs> and then we're all like, ah! "You get her to cry." Yeah. Right. Last after hours, we talk about how much she likes to watch girls cry. I'm sick of That's why. His own mom. I guess the cops were at this house quite a while because they're saying that uh, they were talking to the boy and he's telling them all the stuff about the mom. They're probably just trying to do the you know domestic dispute type of thing, get everybody back on the same page. And uh, so while they were talking to the boy, they walked back downstairs and found the woman asleep on the couch. And the boy went to uh, try to wake her up. And she said, uh, what the fuck do you want? I never want to see you again. <laughs> 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 I just did it right there. Better off without her. Go away. 
leave me alone. Uh, uh, Child Protective Services arrived at the house, and the 11 year old told them that he and his brother wanted to, to go stay with their father in Phoenix, which she agreed to. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. Damn! Yeah. Uh, when she saw the temporary custody notice, she looked at the 11-year-old and told him she never wanted to see him again, to never call her, and that she would hopefully be in California. The 11-year-old tried to hug his mother goodbye, is when uh, Christina made a fist with her right hand, and she punched him in the stomach. And then charged him $20. <laughs> he tried to hug her goodbye. Oh my God. Stories like this make me want to call my mom and thank her. At that point, police arrested her and charged her with possession uh, of drug paraphernalia, disorderly conduct, and child neglect. And during her processing, she said she smoked marijuana all the time, and that she was happy. <laughs> she sounds delightful. She really. said she thought her boyfriend uh, now would get a place with her, and she could finally pursue her lifelong dream of, of being a stripper and making a lot of money. Now is this? <laughs> and now she's working down at the Candy Cat Angel on stage number two. Angel. <laughs> I'm just, she makes the most ironic name for herself. Angel. <laughs> is being a stripper really a dream, or is it more of a? Not enough. See your D plan. It's always been her dream. Childhood dream to become a stripper. Oh your childhood dream was to become Oprah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a childhood dream. No, we're close. I'm still white, thin, no money. Yeah. It's funny because. Uh, I got close. Because uh, little Eric, our uh, intern, mm-hmm. he uh, found the story for me and he wrote a story about himself on the back. Oh so- no. <laughs> That you know, most people want to be something when they grow up. Yeah. She wanted to be a stripper. He's like, well, when I was a kid, I wanted to be the Flash. I would spend hours upon hours running up and down my street trying to be as fast as him. And I wasn't even that. I read comic books. I just liked the thought of being really fast. I went so far as to wear his costume when I would go out with public with my mom. Oh my god. <laughs> He's so wear a flash costume and run up and down his street. Is that how the story ends? Yeah. <laughs> That's how it ends. That's what you want to do to I even went so far to wear my costume around with my mom. The end. The end. <laughs> oh, little Eric. Oh, God. Yeah, he's really fast at writing stories, too. And, and, and abruptly. He doesn't waste a lot of time with adjectives and nouns. He does Colorful stuff. No. Okay. We love little Eric. <laughs> We got, I was like, oh, the Flash, flash. now. Well, yeah, we all have a nickname, he's Flash. Because, yeah, we got Smeeze, Flash, yeah. Heidi and Frank. Yeah, I like it. The After Hours crew. <laughs> I do like what it. What a surly crew. Thank you so much for coming back and joining us for another After Hours podcast. Uh, be sure and go check out uh, my show, Squatters. It's doing really well. It's just won an award, I guess. And uh, it's going to be featured at Comic-Con. So that's like a huge thing uh, wow. for me and for the show, and Eric's all excited. You know, he's one of the stars of the show, so definitely go to uh, ProStatingandFrank.com. You can uh, watch episodes there, or go to DailyMotion.com every Monday for a brand new episode. We did four episodes, and it just keeps getting better and better. It's awesome. Squatters, go watch it. Thank you for joining us. This has been Heidi and Frank on After Hours. <laughs>